right, welcome to Hygiene Profit Leaders Podcast. My name is Mary, and I have the luxury of being in the room today with the beautifuls, Jessica Mickle. Hi. And Jacqueline Sykes. Hi there. Today, we are actually gonna be talking about how to structure a meeting, the do's and don'ts of a good meeting structure. So I think this is something that we all can struggle with at times, Mm -hmm. right? And so even ourselves, we have to stay super focused. So why don't you take it away, gals? Like, what do you think? I think that I think this is um, a hot topic. So it's a hot Huge topic. Huge hot topic. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Hot topic. Hot topic. I still can't say it. <laughs> a hot topic. Yes. Um, you know, this is, this is something that it's like, okay, we we thought we had the magic sauce, if you will. It's like we got the meeting on the calendar, yeah. right? But then you walk away from the meeting and you find yourself kind of going, did we really accomplish anything? Yes. Like, was that really a good use of everyone's time? So So I think the very first thing that you want to make sure that in regards to the meeting dues is that, A, that you have meetings. (laughs) So that's step one. one is that you actually have meetings. Meetings are necessary in order to make sure that you get things accomplished and that you are progressing towards your goals and you are intentionally setting the steps in place to meet your goals. So that's step number one is that you have to meet. Step number two is it's got to be on the calendar. Yeah, and but real quick, we're laughing about it, but reality is, yeah. is there will always be something that takes precedence over this. But if we really want to see like a productive hygiene department without meetings, you're not. It's, it's, you're never going to get Correct. there. Correct. And yep. and you're going to have some doctors say, well, I don't want my hygienist to, you know, be stuck in a meeting for an hour and they can be seeing patients. Or you may have hygienists that say, you know, I'm not, you know, making money because I'm not seeing patients. I'm sitting in a meeting. So it's kind of, you know, comes from two sides. But the whole purpose with this is you're going to make more money. Yeah. If you make a plan, and whether that's on the business side or on a personal side, and you're also going to give better patient quality care because you're going to have better processes and systems in place that are going to deliver that to the patients. Absolutely. Yep. Great. Consistency. Consistency. You know, it's like, how can you really have that consistency that you want within the hygiene department if... I never have a chance, right, to see anybody else on my team, and we never have time to discuss some of the things that are happening. Right, you know, because you you have two hygienists or seven hygienists, you know, if you're not all marching to the beat of the same drum, it can be a bad experience for your patients, you know, so that's never a fun thing. So the biggest key is, you know, with these first two things is, A, make sure you're having meetings, and B is, Put it on the calendar and have it at a set day and a set time, whether you guys are going to meet once a week, bi-weekly, whatever you and your team decide that you guys need to do. It needs to be every single one of you together there at a certain time, a certain day, and it needs to be published so that way everyone else in the office is aware that that is the time that we are having our meeting. It is a focused meeting. This is not a time for me to work in a patient and do same day treatment. You should be treated as if you are not even in the building. And ideally, if you can have these off site or in a location where you're behind you know, a door where people can't see you and try to interrupt you, that's a third do for this mm-hmm. is to have it in an area where you're not gonna be distracted 
by other things. Okay. And so I hope you guys didn't miss this. Like those of you who are listening, she said the word published. Mm -hmm. So that means in front of your team, far in advance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that everyone can plan their calendars accordingly, exactly. right? Exactly. And Jay um, right now is talking really hugely with our coaching clients about um, the calendar and having the calendar set out. And it's not something you set out the calendar for a month. It is, we know what we're going to do on December the 15th of 2020. Yep. You know, that's uh, 13 months from now. Yeah. And we know exactly what it is, what's happening. There's always going to be some variables that may change, but as a standard, these are our training days, these are our meeting days, these are, our, you know, our culture days, whatever it may be, it's already on the calendar and set yeah. and ready to go. Yeah. 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 Good. So I think, you know, we talked about a couple of do's. I think a, a don't that comes to mind is, you know, don't walk into a meeting without any preparation, any planning, no agenda, and expect that it's going to be a productive yeah. use of time. It's yeah. going to it's going to end up turning into a session where everybody's fussing Griping about and yeah about everything <laughs> and there's never going to it's not going to be solution oriented at all. Yeah. But that process has to start before the day of the meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Right? We always want to make sure, too, that you're, it's not just one person formulating the agenda. Yeah. You know, this is specifically for my team leaders. If you aren't getting team involvement and team opinions um, prior to the meeting, you're not going to have a fruitful meeting either because they're going to completely tune you out because it's you telling them what to do, not getting their input or their value. So a suggestion that I have gotten from several of my teams is that they'll actually formulate an itinerary the week before the meeting, email just a very, you know, brief, brief basic agenda, outline. basic outline of what the topics are going to be, kind of what's happening. Not just, you know, we already know what the structure of the meeting is, but maybe the topics. And if you have anything to add to this or a topic you feel needs to be discussed, you email me back directly. And should this be something we feel is pertinent for this meeting, we'll add to it. If not, we'll put it on a future meeting in the future. But this way, the team feels like they have a voice, um, but they need to have a cutoff date. So if you email it, email it to them a week ahead of time, they're to email you back within three days, which still gives you two days to finalize the agenda, uh, agenda and yeah. before the meeting. So okay. one of the things that we saw super helpful in our office is that you could actually have just a list posted um, somewhere for everybody to add to on a, a regular basis. So something would come up and you would forget that it came up. Right. And so That's then the idea. week before mm -hmm. the meeting, you're like, what did I want to talk about? Oh gosh, I can't even remember. Oh, guess it wasn't important. But then you realize that is actually a really important thing that I should have added on there. So uh, we found that super helpful. So that way we didn't have to go back and forth mm -hmm. with like mm -hmm. emails and a minute something happened, we put it down and then somebody would prioritize the list. Yeah, right. that's great. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. a really good idea. Yeah. Very good idea. Another um, do is, is it sounds again, kind of silly sometimes, but having a timekeeper, like having someone that watches the clock mm -hmm. that says, Hey guys, our meeting on the calendar 
was supposed to start at 9.30, it is mm -hmm. 9.30. Like, mm -hmm. let's get started. Right. Yeah. And so that kind of leads us into also the structure of a meeting. Yeah. So it's it's not just the start time that we start and the time that we end. You want to make sure that you are keeping fluid throughout the whole structure of a meeting. So that's one of the great things that we provide to our hygienists is a really good structure template for yeah. making sure that you're reflecting on positive things, things that are going well things that, you know, where you stand in, in regards to your goals. So in essence, your scorecard, um, if you're on track or off track towards projects or um, your statistic, any to-do list, any issues list, any new things that need to be done, action item list, messages that need to be transposed to the rest of the office, and then who is actually at the meeting. And so a timekeeper would help you make sure you're moving through those parts of the meeting. At a, you good pace. at a good pace <laughs> and so you know it's it's helpful if you're like even like okay we're going to spend five minutes here like so when you guys start developing your meeting structure say okay we think that this would take us you know five minutes and this would be more like 10 minutes and this would be a 20 minute discussion those types of things so that way that timekeeper can have an idea but you should also have like a secretary or a reporter that's yeah. writing down your minute that's writing down everything that's discussed because you want to keep that with your meeting structure so that way you know everything that was discussed it's kind of like a court reporter yeah. kind mm -hmm. of thing well and so, and one one thing that we found really helpful with that is that inevitably you know there was someone once a year that was sick that couldn't be at the meeting or yeah. there was somebody that you know uh had a family kind of emergency or something so having those minutes was key um, yeah. for sending out to anybody who may not have been able to get there and then also was really key in helping us take some of the information from our hygiene team meeting and say you know what you mentioned sharing it with other people in the office right mm -hmm. you know what this really needs to be communicated to our administrative team like yeah. our front desk team needs to know about this yeah um, absolutely. yeah so having those minutes is great yeah, another key component to a meeting is just kind of piggybacking off of like who are the, who what's the key ingredients to, you know, almost the key people that move the meeting with success. There needs to be somebody there who either almost can like play the trump card, right? Like so like if something comes up and it's on the agenda list and you realize this doesn't need as much attention as this does, they're the one actually almost structuring the day as the day structures itself, you mm -hmm. know? Because um, I think we can all agree, we can come in so prepared for a meeting, but we don't realize that certain things end up needing more of our time than others. We can put like an estimated time, but it gives them the ability to say some even- flexibility, yeah, right? Some flexibility, right? And so it's, it maybe there. it's something that you, you like, could be your timekeeper that kind of has that kind of power and say, hey, this is something that we need to spend a little bit more time on right now, yeah. or hey, this needs to be tabled until next meeting. Correct. So yeah. um, I think that's a really smart idea, mm -hmm. huge smart idea. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with meetings, do you ladies feel like it's a do or a don't that when the meeting is done, that there is a list of things that need to be accomplished. Do you think that should happen or shouldn't happen? Oh, absolutely <laughs> should happen. <laughs> exactly. We were, ta we were talking about this just the other day that that can really happen, you know, that you have a really good discussion and everybody's there and you stay on track and you follow the agenda 
And then you walk away from the meeting and then you meet again two weeks later and you're like, and it's like, wait a second, we didn't really, we didn't really solve or we didn't really take care of some of the things even from two weeks ago. Right. Right. Like who was really committing to those things? Who was really responsible? Like, was there really a list? No plan in place, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, one of the huge things that I see too is that oftentimes that that doesn't happen. And if it does happen, people aren't being delegated to. So it's like there's one person in the meeting that ends up, you know, saying, hey, I'll do this or do that, and no one else in the group does. So I think it's something that everyone should be responsible for something on the action item list. Mm -hmm. And most definitely some type of statistic that Mm -hmm. they have to come to the meeting with of saying, hey, okay, I'm in charge of fluoride acceptance, and right now we are at 75% and our goal is at 90% this is the steps that I'm going to take to make sure this happens. I'm going to start role playing with each of you once a week for 10 minutes so we can talk about what are your barriers when you're presenting fluoride and, and, you know, such and such. So it's like really having ownership of something is a a tangible that is necessary to make sure that everyone is involved in the growth of your practice and your, in your department and not just one or one two, or two key people. Mm-hmm. Yep. That brings up a really good point that she said the word role play. We don't do that enough. Heck no, we don't. At yep. all. Because we all hate it. Because we hate all it. hate it and we don't want to do it. But you know what? There's though, the time. Just changing, like changing the word around that, like changing it to like, it's a practice. It's yes. a it's a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Like yes. I almost feel like when I say that word in my head, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like we're going to scrimmage, you know, with this scenario and we're going to figure out what we're yeah. doing, right? right? I'd rather practice right. with you then right. and 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 look like an right. idiot with you <laughs> right. with then the patient, right? practice until the patient's in the chair That's so right. i love that you brought that up you yeah, know we don't do needs, enough of it it needs to be margined in i mean i i feel like we don't margin i feel here here's the number one don't with a meeting don't make it just facts all day because everyone will check out at some point mm-hmm. No one will be excited about going into that meeting. Like there has to be elements in structured in the meeting that create attention to want to be there. You know, absolutely so involvement, fun, culture. You know? yeah. Absolutely, make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fun role play. Just different elements than just the facts. Yeah, and what drives your team? And you could even have guest speakers too. Yeah. So like you know not just like on products or things like that, but hey, if we're gonna be discussing our perio protocol and maybe fine tuning that, maybe let's get our periodontist that comes in once a week Mm -hmm. to come in and talk to us. Or let's also incorporate our insurance coordinator so if we can look at the insurance coding and and see what their thoughts and opinions are on that Mm -hmm. as well. So, you know, meetings can be something that doesn't just have to be monotonous and the same Mm -hmm. thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. You know, I enjoy learning from outside people and Mm -hmm. from other team members and you can even rotate through your department. Maybe you have one person that is stellar at fluoride presentation and one person that's stellar at holistic and one person that's stellar at um, occlusal guards or whatever it may be and you can kind of have them kind of do a little segment on Mm -hmm. their topic yeah Yeah. i love that you mentioned almost like um 
cross departmental meetings, mm -hmm. like yes. bring in the insurance coordinator into a perio meeting. Gosh, you know, what a different perspective they probably have. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, they're dealing with the, you know, the phone calls and the insurance companies and the patients and the EOBs. And yeah. um, so having that, I think that could just be super, super valuable. So, yeah. um, you know, bringing someone in from the other department. Yeah. See what they have to say about this topic. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, awesome. All right. Well, a lot of good stuff. I feel like there's a lot of takeaways that we can all, you know, take away from today and everything that we have. We want to make sure that we give you guys the successful tools to be able to really for, to help you guys move the needle in your hygiene department. And we know meetings is where it's going to be. So we want to hear from you, not just us. So we'd love for you to go to hygiene profitleaders.com and we would love for you to not only comment about this podcast in particular but we also love for you to submit a topic or idea of your own we have a lot of great ideas but there's a lot of really great ideas floating around out there from all of you so let us know let us know what you're thinking let us know what you want to hear from us um, next also make sure you go to hygieneprofitleaders.com download the topics from today there's going to be some resources for you there so see you next time <laughs>